1: Get started today at plushcare.com slash loss That's plushcare.com slash loss plushcare.com slash loss
2: Please welcome Luton's James Shea. What a mad season.
1: Yeah, a bit of a mental one, if I'm honest. What a mad club, really, isn't it? I joined in League Two, yeah. and now we've just been promoted to the Prem, so it's been a bit of a mad one, if I'm honest. But Luton in the Premier League, Kenilworth Road in the <laughs> Premier League. It's <laughs> to our teams like your cities, your Arsenal's, United's down there. It's going to it's gonna be good, it will. I've never been so nervous in all my life, and that is the God's honest truth. And then we go and score in extra time the last kick of the game. I'm, I'm 32 years of age, I nearly cried four times on the pitch. We're, we're going to enjoy it, don't yep. get me wrong, but we've earned our right to be there. I've got that wrong, by the way.
2: Give you his first name and everything.
1: Uh, have I got that wrong? Arsenal fan. used to go to all the games, so to come up through the Arsenal, it was... A dream. Yeah, I went to Southampton, I was only there a week. Remembering remember ringing me old man, I said, Dad, I'm, I'm on the bench. I'm on the bench for a, in a couple of days in the Champions League. Couldn't believe it. It was, an, it was an unbelievable. chip by everyone. Joe Art was unbelievable.
2: What does the goalkeepers union mean to you?
1: What a save from Mark Howard.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard, Today I'm delighted to be joined by a very successful guest. Uh, probably had one of the most amount of promotions that we've actually had in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I just wanted to say that I've had a couple of weeks off enjoying some family time. Uh, so it's good to get back in the studio and hopefully we've still retained our audience. Hopefully you're still there. But please welcome Luton's James Shea. How G- you doing, mate?
1: Cheers, G- mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks
2: for coming in. Uh, what a mad season.
1: Yeah, a bit of a mental one, if I'm honest. What a mad club, really, isn't it? we have had an
2: unbelievable
1: rise in the last
2: few years, but this year especially is...
1: It's been incredible. incredible. I'm not going to lie, I've been there. I think this is my sixth season. And we've had four, uh, no, three promotions. I joined in League Two, yeah. and now we've just been promoted to the Prem, so it's been a bit of a mad one, if I'm honest.
2: It even sounds... Straight, ugh, I know we'll get used to it as we speak about it, more than watching your match of the day and stuff, but Luton in the Premier League, Kenilworth Road in the <laughs> Premier League, <laughs> it's something that I think we all can't wait to see, because it's... Oh, it's, it's a different experience.
1: You can say that, you, but you've played there. You, you've played seen there, what yeah. it's like. It's not. It's it, it's a special place. Yeah. yeah, I can say that. It's, it's but a hard place to go. It is the crowds on top of yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, hostile, especially especially the Tuesday night, Wednesday night games. They're they're really good for us. They are. So to add teams like your cities, your Arsenal's, your United's down there, it's, it's gonna it's gonna be good. It will.
2: Yeah. Right. Before we get started, anyway, I want to say a huge thank you to our sponsors of this episode, Forge Irish Stout. Uh, Conor McGregor has uh, brought out his own stout company, he's here not to take part but to take over and it will be available in ASDA nationwide from August, so I'm going to open mine mate and just say a little cheers for your promotion, (laughs) you can have yours if you want, you don't have to.
1: Go on, and have some. Oh, it's gone everywhere. Yeah,
2: it's meant to, isn't it? Alright, let's leave that there to sit. Right, uh, please drink responsibly as well by the way, (laughs) but before we get started I'm going to do our little quick fire quiz then, uh, just to introduce you to the pod while our drinks settle. It's terrible that. I'll be alright, I'll be alright in a couple of hours (laughs) (laughs) Right, uh, we'll get started with a quick fire quiz Right, catch or parry? Catch Who do you support? Arsenal (sighs) Uh, Play short or kick it long? This changes with our generation, mate. <laughs> Kick it long. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man. I'm the same. Uh, your favourite ever goalkeeper?
1: David Seaman. All absolute day. legend. Yeah. Legend. Legend of a goalkeeper, legend of a man. What a guy. Unbelievable. Yeah, mate,
2: he's so funny as well. He's, he's so infectious and yeah. his whole
1: attitude and that. Oh, I remember the first time I met him, I was starstruck. Yeah. Absolutely starstruck. And this is... I remember being a kid, I had a David Seaman, like... Bobblehead. Uh, no, not a bobblehead. It was like a... Like a little trophy type thing, it was in the old Arsenal JVC, uh, yellow yeah, and black. Kit. Yes. I had yes. the same thing, mate. Yeah. It what, was, uh, um, oh, like incredible. a little trophy, yeah. yeah. Like,
2: was, like your best
1: friend. We were holding the ball. I just remember him pointing like that. <laughs> <laughs> Tap, full
2: tash as well, yeah. Right. Uh, best goalkeeper in the world right now? <laughs> uh, Courtois. Courtois, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard to argue against yeah. it. Right. Ketchup or mayonnaise? Ketchup. Long sleeve shirts or short sleeve shirts? This has changed. Yeah, I see. it's short
1: sleeve now, but only the last. With a, a base years. layer? Yeah, or... definitely base layer. Got to have a base layer. Save the elbows. Yeah.
2: Yeah, fair enough. Uh, movie or box set? Box set. Uh, how tall are you?
1: 187 centimetres. Yeah, just add a few is. extra centimetres yeah, on that. We, we all, all do get... that, right? Just done the 6'2". Anyone ask 6'2". Yeah, nice. Right, and <laughs> then
2: finally, save a penalty or score a goal? <laughs> Poor.
1: The dream's always to score a goal. It's got to be, in it? It's, it's I say dream. the same thing it's to every guest. Some
2: guests are like, go against me. And I'm like, no, I'll... I want to score a last minute winner. That's my dream. Like That's saving dream. a last minute penalty, yeah, it's unbelievable. It's yeah. great. Like, but you're not going to get all applauded because no. someone else has scored the goal. Imagine no. just going up and scoring a goal. What
1: well, Alison done? Alison ben did. Wilson done it at commentary this year, and I'm thinking to myself, I'd love that. That's,
2: it's incredible, isn't it? Right. Yeah. So, like, have I you said, ever come close? By the way, uh, I scored in a preseason friendly, yeah. but I gave a foul away when I did it. So I jumped on someone, you know, in
1: like a proper yeah, yeah, yeah. ride
2: on someone's back and nodded it yeah.
1: in. Have you? No, I've never come close to it. I remember going at one time. And then they ended up scoring. So I don't think it's ever happening again. Oh, they did a
2: counter-attack Yeah. Yet?
1: This was in long non-league days though. Oh, is it? Yeah. Avely away. Pitch yeah. was terrible. I was running back and it was the pitch was so bad, I was falling over and everything. Treading water? Oh, horrific. <laughs> the geezer has gone and scored as well, which made it even worse. Was but. it from
2: long distance or did you just dribble it? No, no I just, just dribbled the whole way.
1: I was trying to run back. The Gieser tripped me up on the way back as well.
2: Wow. Right. Like I said, Luton have just won the playoff final <clears throat> to get to the Premier League on penalties, right? You were on the bench that day. Can you can you explain your feelings, your personal feeling? I've
1: never been so nervous in all my life, and that is the God's on if truth. You're sitting there, there's nothing you can do. You're just watching. At half-time you're thinking, oh, we're 45 minutes, it's all going well. And the second half started and the game just changed. Coventry were a better team, they were on top. Then they go and get their going and you're thinking, there's only going to be one winner here. And then... Hamer come off I think was a big blow for them it was a big blow and then it was a bit of a stalemate yep. and then we go and score in extra time the last kick of the game was tell, we... t- tell me the rest of the story <laughs> as well
2: go on <laughs> it's a good bit
1: so we, we scored and you're thinking wow, we've, we've, we've won I'm halfway down the pitch celebrating everyone's jumping on each other and the the referee's blown up it's handball the worst part is you've got to walk back to the bench walk of shame you're walking back and their bench is looking at you I'm looking at them and I'm just saying to you, I see Simon Moore and he was looking at me. He started laughing, but in a good way. Yeah. And he's like, he's going like, to say they've got, got away, away with it. one there. But then that happened and you think, well, right, it's over. We're not going to win. It's not meant to be. Yeah. And then the penalties happen. And it's a horrible way to, to lose a game. It's a horrible way. And to be fair to Luton, a good standard of penalties. Yeah, but we've been awful. We've been practicing Oh, I feel yeah. We've been practicing them for a week and a half, two weeks. Yeah. And the standard weren't great if I'm honest. Oh no! No, the boys—he's getting some of the boys' heads, and uh, I'm not going to name drop anyone, but there was one person in particular. I had him in my pocket. I just knew every <laughs> single time where he was going. I did, uh, but thankfully, when it mattered, they, the boys produced.
2: Yeah. Oh, obviously, from that moment then, when the lads missed, were you just just mad, just straight just ran, on the pitch? Just run. I've Didn't never, know where to run.
1: Honestly, I've run, I've just, I've run sh- I ran. I ran. I. I would I line, B line for for Ethan. So yep. I'm going straight to Eve. Goal union. Yeah, as you know. And uh, I've never run so fast in all my life. I had to do a little jig around Luke Berry because he, he was running, then he stopped. So I <laughs> had to jig around him. And then I just jumped on Ethan, and then shouting, running.
2: Yeah. You don't know what to do no, with yourself, you do you? you it's don't. actually like the weirdest. When you, you get don't. promoted, you're just so
1: happy, but you, you don't know what to do. No one's no. ever told you what you're meant to do. No, you just run and you start shouting and you just jump on each other, start shouting rubbish. You normally
2: just try and find your mates and yeah. stuff like that because yeah. you just want to get the team together. You've done it together, yeah. especially the season at luton have had, and the last
1: few years. You just go yeah. mental. Yeah. You go mental. And then it sets in and then I'm, I'm 32 years of age. I nearly cried four times on the pitch. <laughs> Boys were crying left, right, and centre. Yep. It just shows how much it meant to them. Yep. So to be a part of it was was unbelievable.
2: Yeah. Obviously, you've been at Luton, like you said, for for four years now. You've had three promotions. Six years. Oh, six years. Sorry, right. Six but you've years. had three promotions. Yeah. Right. Are you getting used to it? Is it like you're expecting yourself to be the underdog in every league and then go on and do something? Or is it just a culture within the club? That yeah, I
1: think it's just a culture in the club. You know honest. that not
2: many people like playing you at yeah. Kenilworth Road, yeah. so you've got a chance. Of we winning know a we lot know we've games. got
1: something that other clubs don't have. Yep. We've got a good group, a good bunch of boys that are going to work the bollocks off, going to work hard and give it all. Yep. And that goes such a long way. It does. Uh, we might not have the best technical players, but we play to our strengths. Yep. Like we're not the most pleasing on the eye, but why would you be when you've got two big fellas up top? You're effective as anything. Exactly, what you do, exactly. like we played, we played Sunderland in the semi-final. All their players were under, f- all about 5'10 five, 10, five, 10 and under, and we got two big lumps up top. Center halves
2: seems a shame not to use it, doesn't it? Exactly,
1: it'd be stupid not to use yeah. it. And it showed showed in the semi-final. We scored two goals from set plays. They just could not handle it. Yeah, and it's not their fault. They just they had no center halves. Yeah, yeah, just
2: unaccustomed to yeah. do that bit. And they of. couldn't.
1: They couldn't handled the, the physicality of it
2: what was the night like straight away after promotion then
1: you know what it was it was weird because i had my family there kids all there and we went into the hotel next door into the hilton and there was a party in there which was great but i, I was so exhausted i hadn't even done anything that's a nervous energy just leaving yeah. your body isn't it i was so exhausted i hadn't done nothing and but you just want to enjoy it try and enjoy it with everyone i had a, I had a few and then and it was just, it was just a really good, really good time. Yeah. Where, where did you go away with the lads? No, I, did not you know what the boys went to Vegas. Yeah. But I didn't go. Why? I didn't go. It was the kids' half term. Oh right. So. Oh what, a, what a great parent you are. Yeah. I missed my, I went Vegas, mate. I missed my little lads' uh, seventh birthday. So. You've got one <laughs> up on me. <laughs> I, I remember doing it a few years ago. I went twice a few years ago. Yeah. So I thought, oh, no, I'm not going to do it this year. And uh, it was my little one where my little ones uh, been at school? Can't do it to them. But yeah. the boys went away. I'm sure they had a great time. They had a great time. They did. And uh, I went somewhere else. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. So, there'll be some good stories for you. Uh, in pre-season you know what? I'm looking you. forward to hearing the stories. I though. bet, yeah.
2: Uh, like you, you've mentioned Ethan, right? Obviously, yep. he came in on loan. I want to talk. go back a little bit and talk about your injury yep. uh, first. You, suffer, uh, you suffered a really bad knee injury. We were just talking about mm. it. And uh, to come back from that, and then obviously <coughs> the year that Luton have now gone on and had. Yeah the way that you supported Ethan as well when the club's treated you, that it just seems that you're the perfect fit for Luton at the moment.
1: Yeah, I must admit the club was brilliant with me. So I dummy here at Cardiff and I'm walking off the pitch and I'm thinking, I'm banging trouble here because I was out of contract in the summer. I thought, Whoa, this this could be bad here. Yeah. But I remember sitting on the coach on the way back and I got a message from the agent and he said he had Gary Sweet on the phone already telling him, don't worry, we'll sort his new deal out straight away. So within that three or four days, it was all done. And they took that worry away from me straight away. See, that helps hugely. Massively. So I didn't have nothing to really to worry about. The only thing I had to worry about was getting my knee right. Yep. And for the club to do that, because not many clubs w- would do that, really. No, they don't, know. Yeah. So,
2: But then that helps you mentally, and it helps you get stronger and fitter because you know the club's got your back. Yeah. Instead of you going, oh, I've only got six months. I've got to prove myself. I've mm-hmm. got to get back in the team, yep. or I've got to get fit as soon as possible. You could almost like no let's do it properly step by step it
1: yeah that, that's exactly what it was like so they took that worry completely away from me then all that to do was worry about me I had, had me up done and then I think it was about eight months after me up I was back on the bench it was it was really weird and quick how it all happened Yep. but I'm not going to lie to you I didn't miss it no it was a nice to have a little break from it all, yep. if you know what I mean it was nice to have a break but still being in around it Focus, focus
2: on St yeah. where Obviously, you're not focusing on Saturday, Tuesday. You're yeah. focusing on yourself and yeah. your family, and making sure yeah. you're fit. nice to spend a bit of time in yeah, the family.
1: Yeah. You, you know what it's like? You're you're away every other weekend, yeah. every weekend. So Christmas was at home. Yep. It, it was just weird, yeah, if I'm honest. Yeah.
2: But, no pressure in pre-season to get back fit. Ex- oh, I hate running. Do you?
1: I hate running. I'm dreading it in a couple of weeks. Time.
2: Yeah. We start back next week. <coughs> oh. I think we'll start back on Thursday, and this goes out on the Monday. Oh,
1: Honestly, I hate it. Every year... It's the 1,500 metres they do. Yeah. And I mean, I despise it. Do like, you? You know yeah. what? It's not so much the run; it's just the boredom of the running. Yeah. Like You're running around the pitch, and I think, I, I, after about a minute, I think I could just, I would love to just sack this off. I'm <laughs> the
2: opposite. <laughs> I actually like the running. You're joking. See, if you put me, like, and said, right, go and do 10k now, I'd do it with a smile on my face. I actually love that You know, like being on your own or listening to music or a podcast. Like my own headspace, I feel like I just go out and do better. But you know, like you put me in a gym with 10 other people. I won't work. I'm like, I'm too distracted. (laughs) I'm like a big kid. I just want to
1: be naughty and like disrupt people. I'd rather do a goalkeeping blow. Yeah. Do a goalkeeping thing. Because I think, why are we running around for... Yeah, it's not relevant to us. It's got nothing. We won't. We don't do this. Yeah, But to be fair, the goalkeeping coaches last year, they've done more stuff on the bike, on the what bike, which I don't mind. That's a great shout. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of the running, they've done walk-backs for the goalkeepers.
2: The thing is, is everybody now comes back fit. Yeah, exactly. You actually, most players go go away at the end of a season and get fitter for pre-season because yeah. they know it's going to be really hard. Where the last few weeks of the season, you can get
1: through it. Yeah, I'm not going. I'm I'm one of them as well. Where, so I normally come back a couple of kgs lighter than when I was that. Exactly the same. Yeah, I'm exactly the same. Yeah, it's you, you, no one's stupid enough to just go on and pile. Kilos on from nowadays, you no. can't because you can't get away with it. No, you'll get found out.
2: Well, this year is going to be especially uh, a bigger test
1: for you as well with stepping up to the Premier League. Yeah, but what, what you expected? To be honest, I ain't got a clue. Yeah, I really don't know, and I, d- I still don't think it's sunk in yet. I don't think it's sinking in the first game of season or when you turn up for pre season and you've got the Premiership balls and oh yeah, and the stuff. night balls in pre season
2: have been nice. Exactly, that. it's, That's things, exciting, it's, it's things like that.
1: The so. new badges on the sleeves, <laughs> the little
2: things. I tell you.
1: Like the fixtures come out the other day, we've got Brighton first uh, first game away, and it's going to be a tough game. Don't get me There's wrong. There's no we're easy real... games in the Prem. You're looking at it and you're thinking, "That's tough. That's tough." But that's what that's what you want. Yeah. It was like that when we got promoted to the Championship. You're looking at it and thinking, "Where can you pick a point up from?" Yeah. but you, you just crack on and see where. It, see, yeah, see like where you said, you've got so. something in that dressing room that's got that resilience and nah. that. So we're we're, we're going to enjoy it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We've earned our right to be there.
2: Yep. Uh, I, we talked about off-air, but I was telling you about like the underdog story mm-hmm. of, of the clubs this year. It seems to be that, like, obviously, yourself and Coventry get into the playoff final is... And then in the leagues below, we've got huge football clubs mm-hmm. from years ago that have gone and got promoted this year. We've had Plymouth, we've had Sheffield Wednesday, Carlisle, Knox County and Wrexham. So like it just felt like this year for the promotion, everybody it was like the oldie Weldy clubs, the proper clubs that were like the founders of yep. the football leagues. Definitely,
1: definitely. Like, no, like I said, no, no one would have said a Coventry-Luton final. It'd be off your head to think that, especially at the start of the season yep. as well. First half of the season, we had a, didn't have a great home record either. Coventry was struggling at the start because they couldn't play any games. Yep. So for both teams to get to the final, it, it was incredible. And But they deserved it. Yep. Co- Coventry were a really good team.
2: We played them in uh, the FA Cup halfway through the season. I think mm. we played them in the January and we knew that they were good. Mm. And like, we beat them on the day, but we turned up with like 5,000 fans. Yeah. Oh, and, you know what? I remember watching that. Yeah, and, and like, it was like... a, a, one of the, my favourite games I've played in. Just because the atmosphere was so good from our fans... I don't think that the Coventry players or their fan base expected like mm. a non-league club to just turn up and do what we did. Probably didn't realise
1: how big Wrexham are. Yeah,
2: probably. But I think, obviously, that's changing now of everyone's perception of how Wrexham is as a club. And I know we've come out as favourites this year for League 2. But Right no. and <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I hope so. Uh, I think we'll do well. Uh, I think the club, everything it's doing is building. But again, going back to Luton, how they've gone and done it of always being like an old club that yeah. not many people to be honest, you're not the most glamorous no. cup to sign for. No. But you do put together a great dressing room and a great set of lads
1: that go out and stick to tasks. I think the first thing they look for is the person. If you're a, a good person, that goes a long, long way. Like, What are you doing now? Uh, God knows. <laughs> I'm joking. God knows. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the, I remember when I signed with Nathan Jones, one of the first things he said to me was, no dickheads. Yep. They signed no dickheads and we've never had one to be fair. It's so important. So important. Like, you can have the best. You can be the best player in the world, but if he's a if he's an, a dickhead, he's going to spoil a dressing room, money. Yeah, it, and that's the last thing you want. We've had such a good group. Like, there's about f- four or five of us that have been in there in League Two that have come up through the leagues. Yep. You look at um there's one boy there, Pelly Ruddock. Yeah, he's been there since the conference. Yeah, I wanted to ask about him. Is, uh, he, he, he must he's, just be on cloud nine. Honestly, he's he's a character. Yeah, he's a blinder. Honestly, but he's a really good footballer. Yep, you don't you don't. Get to the prem, been no, a bad of course football. not, no. And he's he's played, I don't know, pretty much all the games this year as well. Yep. So for him to do it, to be the first to do it as well, is, is special for him.
2: Yeah, amazing. Well, right, we'll carry on with Luton a bit later, but I'm going to do our quiz now: of goalie Go or on. no goalie.
1: What a save from Mark Howard!
2: Uh You've told me you've listened before, so I'm guessing that you know what this is about. Yeah. Right, so you've got to say goalie or no goalie. But I've got—they all played recently, by the way—in the last set of internationals. Oh, they all start no
1: chance, got no chance. Yeah,
2: this is hard. It's not meant to be easy. So I've got cu- five current international goalkeepers and five made-up names or people from around I'm the world. Awful, yeah. right. Head over to YouTube and follow our leaderboard live. Uh, one point for each correct answer. You ready? Yeah. No. Right, number one, Lucas Haredaki. Goalkeeper. He is a goalkeeper. He's Finland and Leverkusen goalkeeper. Good start. Very good start, yeah. All of these sound like goalies, right? Number two, Mads Mikkelsen. No. Saying no goalie. No goalie. He is not a goalkeeper. He is Danish actor and villain from James Bond. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one with the weeping eye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, good. Good film. Two out of two, mate. Great start. Love this. Right, number three, Javier Valdez. What a name, by the way. It's lovely, isn't it?
1: What a name. (laughs) I'm going to go... No goalie.
2: He is a goalkeeper. Oh. He is the Dominican Republic and Houston Dynamo goalkeeper. What a gig. Imagine playing for a Caribbean country. That's unreal.
1: Be a class, wouldn't it? Well, we've got um, one of the boys, Amari Bells. He's he's Jamaica. Yes. Yeah. So uh, he's in... Oh, where is he at the minute? I see it on his Instagram the other day. Somewhere in America at the minute. Just, Just having a great yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. Some of the things he puts up, he was playing against Messi the other last year. <laughs> incredible
2: what an experience why would you not say no, oh, yeah, no. yes to that right number four Eldrick Woods no not Goldie why Tiger Woods it is Tiger Woods <laughs> yeah. it is Tiger Woods real name Eldrick I was shocked when I read that did you actually know that yeah yeah, yeah good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what it, second we we guessing a bell, yeah, yeah. A bell, I'm thinking I know that
2: name yeah good that's three out of four I think right number five yep Jonah Fieldston. Fieldstein. Uh, goalie. Jonah Hill is not a goalkeeper. No. <laughs> Very good actor. He might be able to play a good goalkeeper in a film. I've uh, got that
1: wrong, by the way.
2: Give you his first name and everything.
1: I've uh, got that wrong. Fieldstein. Feldstein. That's terrible. Yeah.
2: That's right. Doing all right, three Doing all right f- mate. Yep. Three out of five. Three out of five. All right, Number six, Mohammed Sobi. tough and it's a tough quiz. quiz. It's a 50-50 quiz. I know, but
1: it's hard.
2: (laughs) You want to do well, don't you? Goalie. He is a goalkeeper. He's Egypt goalkeeper and Zamalek.
1: Apart from the Woods one, I've guessed every single one so far.
2: They're they're not meant to be easy, mate. This is kind of just an icebreaker bit of fun.
1: Right, number seven, Justin Bijelo. Goalkeeper.
2: He is a goalkeeper. What country? I haven't got a clue. Holland. Holland and Feyenoord goalkeeper good mate five five out of seven you're doing well mate yeah, number it. eight right Greg Millwood no goalie it's Greg James from Radio One to yeah take radio it radio presenter you flying here mate right two more to go number nine Onika Maraj. goalie Nicki Minaj <laughs> is not a goalkeeper Her real name is Onika Maraj. Apologies if I've mispronounced any of them. I
1: thought it would have been like an Eastern European goalie or something like that I did.
2: Yeah, that's why I've chucked that one in. That's a good one to chuck in. I'll use that again. (laughs) Right, and number 10. Chat Chai Boot Prom. Sorry? Yeah, exactly. Chat Chai Boot Prom.
1: Another guess. Goalie. He
2: is a goalkeeper. He is the <laughs> Thailand goalkeeper. He <laughs>
1: plays for Patham
2: United goalkeeper. Seven out of ten, mate. Well played. Six that's guesses a, there. Good, that's good good six score. guesses.
1: Apart from the woods, that's yeah. six guesses.
2: I'm pleased you know Eldrick Woods, mate. A big golf fan or not? Oh, I love golf. I do, yeah. I have to get a game. We need to get I, I, like a no proper joke, goalkeeper's union. I've got game.
1: First, I'm having my first round of golf tomorrow oh, yeah. in over a year because of my knee. Yeah. yeah. Playing with another goalie, Mac- Macy. Yeah. And uh, I can't wait. I'm, yeah. sorry. I'm like a kid. Yeah. I'm so excited to play around. What's your handicap? Don't band it off. Eh? No, I'm around 12. Yeah. 12 10. Good golf. Well, when, when, when I was playing... So you're a year 12, out. 10. You can take 14, 15 tomorrow. I'm playing on 14 tomorrow. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, 14 What's tomorrow. he off? I think he said he's off 20. <sighs> I know. but that's a lot he, of shots he's to give away, it, though. He was giving it large yesterday, saying he's been down the range, had a lesson, saying I'm striking it well. So we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. But I, honestly, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so, so excited. Yeah,
2: I love my golf. I'm off 11. Uh, and I could, I need to practice more to get down to single. I just don't get enough time to. Just don't have I've got time. two kids, mate. Mate, I know that thinking. Two
1: kids, full-time <laughs> podcast. I've got, I've got me third on the way. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah, I've got two girls and I got another girl on the way. Oh, Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: No, I didn't have a grey hair before I had kids. Yeah, I bet. Yeah,
2: <laughs> it's gone grey quite early as well. So early. Didn't want to bring that up. I'm starting to thin. I think it's scaring me. I'll be sh- straight over back to Turkey. <laughs> Right, uh, you came through at Arsenal, then. With, yes. You with must yourself. Have came through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we had a, a bit of a, a background and heritage of growing up with Alex Welsh, one of my previous guests, the legend. Uh, what was it like for you coming through at a club like that? It was brilliant.
1: I, I live around the corner from the Arsenal, so I'm an Arsenal fan. You're born in Islington, right? Yeah. You? So Arsenal fan, used to go to all the games. So to to come up through the Arsenal, it was a dream. It was an absolute dream to come true. To I remember going over the JVC I was just saying to you earlier. JVC training there.
2: Let me just explain the JVC centre, right? So, in the back of Highbury, in one yeah. of the stands, what was the stand? It was the South Bank. South Bank. There used to be. No, the clock end, sorry. Was it the oh, clock That was oh, it. It was that's the clock so end, bad. yeah. For that. Uh, so, there used to be this indoor astroturf. It was hard as nails oh, as well. It weren't good hard. astroturf. It was
1: the old school astroturf, yeah. turf, weren't it? And it
2: was what, two a
1: side pitches next to each other?
2: Yeah. Roughly. And it was just yeah. concrete walls yeah. around you. But honest, it was the best place in the world yeah. to train, weren't it? How fun was it? I loved it.
1: Yeah. and. Alex, he, he was brilliant, weren't really. he? For anyone starting, you just laugh, yep. but you'd work, he'd teach all the basics and everything. But he was brilliant, he was.
2: Yeah, and obviously, like you said, he was only around a corner. I was travelling from Croydon each day. Yeah, that's a, that's a I, I couldn't miss a session. <coughs> I absolutely, Alex was unbelievable at drilling it into us like, when you turn up, you apply yourself. And, and when you would miss a session, you'd be like, where have you been? Yeah, exactly. And then, and, then feel, and then you'd feel terrible. You feel like you're letting him down. <laughs> yeah. 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 Obviously, like I said, you, you came coming through there then. Uh, what was your earliest memory of playing in goal before that?
1: You know what? I didn't like playing in goal. Did you not? I, I hated it. I only, I got injured playing from a little local team in a tournament, so I went in goal and uh, I, I played all right and then I got, the team I was playing for had something to do with one of the coaches, I don't remember Steve Leonard? Steve Leonard. Yeah.
2: He used to drive the bus around yeah, and so he he's, loved Brian Smith. He had month. like
1: a little uh, local team Yeah, and I was playing for that and that's how I got scattered so he took me over there one day I was only supposed to go over Highland. It was just when they got Highland. i was supposed to go, I'd go over there just for the morning. Yeah. Ended up staying the whole day. Went on the trial and then they ended up they ended up signing me and then just went on from there. Really, so, but so I hated playing. Really in fast track then from yeah. going in goal by accident and yeah. then all of a sudden. I used to go in goal for a little bit. Like my brother used to stick me in goal. Him and my cousin used to have to stick me in goal because yep. I was the youngest. Yeah, naturally, it, it, it just went went on from there. Really. Yeah.
2: So then you say, end up signing for, at what age roughly was you at Arsenal? 10. 10 yeah, yeah ten. the same age as me I honestly thought that like I knew I'd never play there but I always knew it was the best place for me to be Yeah, and like I don't know whether that was Alex as well or we had had some really good goalkeepers before me and obviously my age group and I'm talking like Stuart Taylor and he had found it tough to get into the first team mm. and, break through. and then we had Stacky which is he was a bit I've n- I never really met him yeah so I you wouldn't met have met him. him and then I had like Craig Holloway Michael Jordan
1: then it was my age group yeah, I but, think the, I think you was the oldest one I really kind yeah, of knew.
2: So I did. I, I was going to say I remember you joining in with us yeah. sometimes, but I would have been like you how was the I old looked one. up you to the Stackies yeah. and Stuart yeah. Taylors. Yeah, and uh, some of the goalkeepers that obviously we had James Russell's gone on to be Chelsea coach. Yes. Yeah, uh, and we've had some really good goalkeepers, Lee Butcher as well.
1: That's, he was he was a year or two above me. Him yeah. and what was
2: that Ross? I think his oh. name was Ross. Oh, yes, I know who you mean. I can't remember.
1: I can't I remember. remember say, but yeah, Lee but Butcher was the oldest one. Yeah. Uh, who else was there? Josh Vickers was a year younger than me. Yes, Josh Vickers, just yes. gone to Derby. Uh, Rhys Charles Cook. Yes. Cookie. Yeah, so you, you've you come through at that yeah. age group where there's
2: been a lot of goalkeepers have come yeah. through as well. Was, did you know that you were all a very good height
1: level? Uh, like I, I never really thought about it. I just loved going over there. Yeah. I loved training. I loved playing. And... When I was a kid, I always thought, I want to be a footballer, I want to be a footballer. And that never changed. That never changed for me. So you just, I think you get in like a little bubble as well where you're at the Arsenal and you just keep going, keep going, keep going. But then I I got released at uh, 16, I did. And I remember crying. I remember crying, my mum had her arm around me, crying and everything. And I thought, of course, the end of the world, this is. Yeah, what do I do now? Yeah, and then I remember I went to, where was it, Reading? Hated it, I didn't enjoy it at all. Uh, where else did I go? I went somewhere, I can't remember where else I went. But then uh, I remember Liam Brady said to me, if you can't find nothing, just come in, and train pre-season, pre-season yeah. until you do. Which I, was, I said, okay, perfect. So I went in, done training, and then after about a month, they said, oh, we're going to give you a scholarship now. So I thought, oh, fantastic, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah. Uh, but they signed Wojciech.
2: Chesney, yeah. Yeah,
1: they signed Wojciech at the time and I thought uh, so he was like the star boy which he's worked out to be
2: pretty good out, isn't yeah. It? Yeah. <laughs> he's
1: worked out well to be fair and uh, so for my first year he pretty much played all the games I used to play down so uh, I used to play down for the under 16s yep. and do do that I did which I, w- I was happy to do to be fair still getting games isn't you? still getting games still over the Arsenal I thought was the best thing to yep. do but then in the second year Wojciech moved up and then I played the whole under 18s we done the Youth Cup. And yeah, you done. won the league and you won the Youth Cup. Yeah, I wanted so, to talk about this. Yeah, you. I'm not going to lie, we pissed it. Yeah. Absolutely pissed it. You. you. had some our, our team, our team, though. Can you joke. go
2: through some of your players in your team? I could,
1: yeah, I could tell you. Uh, <laughs> right back was Craig Eastman. Yep. He was unbelievable. We had centre-half of Carl Bartley, Luke Kalen, Gone on, have a great career. Unbelievable careers, yeah. Uh, Tommy Cruz, left back. Yeah. Very good player. Just, he just suffered with a lot of injuries. Uh, really young, he did, which killed him. In the, in the middle it was Francis Coughlin, Emmanuel Fringpong. <laughs>
2: All uh, went on to play for first yeah. team.
1: Jack Wilshire, <laughs> Henry Lansbury, J. Emmanuel Thomas. Uh, Jet, Jet. was some player. Uh, unbelievable. Twinkle toe. For someone who's so big. So big. He was so He's still playing now in Scotland, I think. I think so, yeah. I he was in so. Scotland. Then he went out to like India or yeah, something China yeah. or somewhere like that. He
2: had one of the hardest hammer foots. He'd cut in on his left and just whack it, would Honestly, it?
1: Um, he did it so hard, well, but he was so big and so strong. I remember a, a reserve game. Do you remember Danny Shittu? Yeah. So, I can't remember. Millwall centre-back, quite yeah. scary bloke. Honestly, massive. So, I remember them two running and they've gone to barge each other and they've both just bounced off each other. They have, I, I'm looking at him, wow.
2: Yeah.
1: I've never seen someone so strong in all my life. You could feel it yourself, it hurt yeah. that much. Yeah, and I think, but our team was a joke. Like, Henry Lansby, I was Henry joined me at Luton.
0: When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more.
1: the last couple of years he's just left now he's retired now I think he has Uh, but again unbelievable player we had such a good team and uh, like I said we we pissed it in the end really
2: it's it's no surprise that the teams that do win youth cups uh, I wanted to talk about the importance of youth cups but they all go on to have really good careers it's like you've got used to winning from such Mm. an early age you go out and thrive that even more yeah Obviously, the youth cup is more important than the league. Because it's hard to understand. It's the, it's the
1: biggest thing as yep. a youth player. It's the biggest thing ever. Because
2: uh, of the divide in the north and south with the leagues and stuff like that. Yeah, it was weird. It's, strange it's a strange sort of different now, really, really. As well. Yeah. Because
1: when I was, might, might have been for you. There was four leagues. Yep. So you had two northern, two southern, and then you play everyone in your league, and then you might play dip your toe against Wolves or something. Yeah. Like that? yeah. Every now and then, yeah. so you wouldn't even play them. And to be fair, I remember it we played everyone who won their league on our journey to the Youth Cup. And even then... Too easy. Yeah, it was, yeah. I must admit. We we knew we had a good team. We knew we had a good team. And to be fair, we played Villa the first game. And that that was probably the hardest game, if I'm honest. Yeah. They, they were good. they yeah. always got a good youth team, Villa. Yeah.
2: Right, uh, after that then, after you, you end up having a couple of short loans. Yeah. Before, uh, I want to get on to the, the Champions League stuff. Uh, but yeah, so you, you end up to...
1: Is it Southampton and Degan and Redbridge? But they were like really short spells. Yeah, I went to Southampton. I was only there a week. It was it was a sort of mental week as well, to be fair. So I was silent. I remember Neil Banfield ringing me up and said, oh, Southampton, want you to go as a, a backup to Kelvin Davis. He said, I think it'd be really good for you. I said, yeah, no problem. It was supposed to be a month. So I went down there, trained the first day. And uh, we had a game on the Tuesday night somewhere in the Midlands. I can't remember what it was. So we travelled up, game got postponed. Then we had Hartley on the Saturday, but instead of going back, they drove sh- straight up, straight up, and we stayed in the Rockcliffe next to Middlesbrough's training ground for like three or four nights. Lovely golf course. I haven't played, but it looked <laughs> unbelievable. I remember went cinema twice. It was again a great group of great group of lads, hilarious. Uh, you have your what was it called? You have your meetings. You have your uh, initiation quiz, quiz nights. Your initiations, all that. It was just a. A laugh. then we drew, I think we drew with Hartlepool, and then we flew back, which was incredible, we flew back, and then a couple days later, we had Swindon, and that was it, Arsenal recalled me, I had to go back to the Arsenal, but yeah. for, for a loan, for a week, it was unbelievable. It was like a little holiday. It was, it really was. Yeah. It was, it was great, great club, Uh players were great, and then I think they ended up winning the league, they did. I did, wow. yeah. oh, They right, not bad then. Yeah. <laughs> was that League One then? Yeah, they were, they were so good for League One as well. They had Fonte, yep. Ricky Lambert, Chamberlain. Davis. Yep. Davidson goal, he was, he was class. Class, yeah. Class.
2: Was he good to work with?
1: Yeah, brilliant. One of the funniest fellas you'd ever meet as well, he was. Because he, he was,
2: he was age, not, not aging, but he was like the later years of yeah. his career, weren't he?
1: Yeah, but he just knew what he was doing. Yeah, You know when you look at someone and they're in control of everything they're doing?
2: So composed. Yeah,
1: and uh, a bit like myself, not the biggest, but he knew what his strengths were and what Eat, eat, eat what he can do
2: Yep, fair enough Right, and, uh, and you had another short loan spell like at and Redbridge yeah, that that you got one, recalled
1: yeah wasn't a great loan spell for me no. that was. I went there well, uh, <laughs> the end of it was
2: wasn't it did you not get recalled to be straight on the bench for the Champions League you know what I, I can't that's what I've remember. got in my notes by the way only you got recalled got,
1: after like no no it wasn't was it I got recalled to be on the bench I yep. think but I don't think it was the Champions League oh yet. right okay I can't remember. I've I, got here that you, I got recall because I never played as well. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But
2: yeah, you had some unbelievable keepers that you worked with at Arsenal mm-hmm. as well. Like you said, Chesney, Fabianski. oops was class. Was he good? Top fella as well. But he's gone on to. He's, he's so consistent for West Ham, he? Yeah. Eh?
1: yeah, unbelievable. He's been one of the best over the last I don't know ten years. Yeah, I'd say for at West, done well at Swansea. Yeah, then went to West Ham. Yeah, that was he's done, right, yeah, done really really well. He has, but top top fella. A great guy as well. Uh, Quick story I've got to tell you. Love this. So uh, I remember going to him one day, I went, and uh, I said to him, have you got any spare gloves? As a youngster, you know, you want your gloves and everything, need gloves. He said to me, yeah, yeah, no problem, no problem. He said, what size are you? Uh, I said, I'm uh, nine and a half, ten. He said, okay, no problem. About two days later, he comes in with a big box full of gloves, about 15, 20 pairs of gloves with my name on and everything. He said, here you go, from Allsport. No way. And I thought, wow, that's what? incredible
2: that's so good of him
1: yeah it's so honestly. hard
2: for keepers like young keepers to yeah. get gloves anyway so for him to was, go out of his honestly, way and organise all that.
1: that that was so tight with gloves yeah I remember they give you a pair of gloves and you think that should last you three months yeah and it, they just don't
2: uh, you still get the night gloves off Arsenal yeah yeah see I used to get them some of the gloves were good as well
1: yeah Um who is it I used to have to go to oh, it wasn't even the kit man it was oh, I forgot his name Liam Brady's writing man Dave Court. Dave Court. <laughs> Dave Court. He used to go to Dave Court. And he'd give me them. Did you not have to see Lawrence? No, Lawrence weren't there. Kitman. No, would left. Oh, so, yeah, it was you'd Dennis like... when I was there.
2: Dennis, okay.
1: And he, I still speak to him now. Do you? Yeah, he's class. Ledge. And uh, he'd give you a pair of gloves and up, you'd be over the moon. But then about a month later you go back, oh, is it possible to get another, another pair of gloves? Already? <laughs> but they've got boxfuls.
2: Boxfuls, yeah. They've got
1: unlimited supply yeah. and they ration them <laughs> off, don't they? Yeah. But uh, I went to Lucas one day and he said, you come back with a box of gloves, oh, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was like Christmas Day. You know what it's like when you get new gloves. It's, it's fantastic. Just dive straight in the box, oh, didn't you? Brilliant. And I'll never forget the, the Pepe Reina ones. Nice. They were with the orange and... Yeah. You know when it just sticks in your head? Yeah, They, they were great. Class. Oh, class.
2: Right. Uh, so, like I said, so you end up sitting on the, the bench for the Champions League yes. that season due to yeah. a couple of injuries and yeah. that. That must have been surreal. Incredible.
1: Absolutely incredible. First, I'll never forget as well... Uh, Jerry Payton come down and was telling me as well said oh you're going to be travelling try and play okay okay." but in my head I'm buzzing yeah, I'm trying to play cool yeah buzzing <laughs> I remember ringing my old man up, I said dad I'm, I'm on the bench I'm on the bench in a couple of days in the Champions League couldn't believe it so it was Montpellier away and uh, so they've booked their flights they've gone out there me, me missus me dad me mum me brother me, me mate they all flew out there and uh they end up staying in the same hotel. I've walked down, and as we've walked down to go to the game, they're all sitting in the bar. But I've, I've just walked straight past. I ain't even looked at them. I refused to look at them. Good. And uh, I've just gone and got on the got on the bus. And I'm thinking, what? How, how are they sitting on the in the in the bar? But just to be involved, it was incredible. Yeah. Incredible night.
2: It's just a different world, is not it? When yeah. it
1: Steps up to that level. Yeah. Like you, you go to the airport, get on the plane, private plane, straight through. Yeah. There's no security. You just drive onto your plane. Literally, you. literally, that's what it is. And then you're on the bus, hotel, play the game straight back, and it's over before you know it. Yeah. yeah. But just to, as an Arsenal fan, it was unbelievable Surreal, for Real, yeah. Yeah. Right. Obviously, you go from that massive high to the end of the season. You actually get
2: released off Arsenal again. Then yes. I didn't realise you got released the first time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I got. I remember speaking to Jerry. I said I want to know what's happening because it was coming to the end of the season. He said, I "Don't think we're going to renew." Which is fair enough. Yep. Yeah my time had come. I've got to move on. I was getting to an age where I needed to go play and start a career for myself. Yep. Probably stayed there too long, if I'm honest. Should have left a few years earlier. But you know what? You get comfortable. I got on the bench a few times. It's nice. It's unbelievable, yeah. And then, and I couldn't get nowhere. I could not get anything for love or money. I couldn't. So, uh, couldn't get a trial. See, like that then, that's that's
2: so hard to take at times because you're, you're adamant that you're like, that something will come up and you're keeping fit, but like when there's no light at the end of the tunnel, and you're like, "What? What am I doing?"
1: Yeah, uh, and, uh, I'm phoning li- your agent. I'm no. not gonna lie. I used to think to myself, "I've been at the Arsenal. I'm 21. I think I should get something. You yep. should get something." But no, I, I had nothing, so um, I ended up having. I actually went back to the Arsenal and stayed there until I, just to train and keep myself ticking over. They were brilliant, by the way, and uh, I still trained with the first team every every day. I did. It was, in, it, was, it was brilliant. Like, I remember the boss coming over, speaking to us, asking me how things were. He said, no, you stay as long as you want. We'll help you out as much as we can. That's brilliant. That Which though. was incredible. And uh, I ended up going, I ended up getting a phone call one day asking me if I wanted to go play for Needham Market uh, in an FA Cup pre- preliminary round, whatever it's called, against their rival, Sudbury. It was, I said, yeah, why not? Might as well go play. Went up. We we won. It was brilliant. Got to the next round, uh, they asked me, "Oh, do you mind playing the league game for him?" I said, "Yeah, no problem. It's, just, it's games. Yeah, you exactly. Want to get yeah, games." So I played in the uh, in the league. Then I played the cup game for him against Cambridge, and probably one of the best games I've ever played. If I'm honest, one of the best games I've ever played, and I absolutely loved it. It was a great time. But the Subway game, I, I'll never forget it. They'd done a little thing in the local paper, and it said Montpellier to market men, and I thought, "Oh no, don't need it, I don't need it." <laughs> and then up. It wasn't even a tunnel. You come out of like a house, and, they're, they're, and they've got big centre. I've got here he is, lads is, the superstar. It's not Montpellier now. I think, oh, oh my God, I do not need this. First cross comes in, absolutely Smash. get smashed, smashed. I'm thinking, oh, this is, I don't need this right now. But it was the best thing that ever happened to me, it was. And then... Uh, like a culture shock yeah, straight massively, massively, off the bat. Massively, massive. I'd recommend any goalkeeper go do it, go just go play. Yep. I wish I'd done that when I was 17 18. Yep. When I played that age,
2: that, that's why I like the loans are so vital now. Oh, keepers coming through, they just need that bit of experience, go and toughen up, go and learn yep. a different way well,
1: of playing. I think people turn their nose up at it. Though. Yeah. Young goalkeepers at big clubs will turn their nose up at it, but it was the best thing I ever done. And after that, they wanted me to sign for them, but it was a bit far to travel. I was still training at the Arsenal. So it was it was needing marks up. I think like Ipswich, Norwich way. So it was a bit of a mission. So then um, Tony Roberts sorted me out. He knew the manager at uh, Harrow Borough, yep. Dave Anderson, and so I went and so played there in the Ryman Prem, and it was the best thing I ever done. Class, yeah. I, I, I absolutely loved. You played it. every game as well, didn't you? I played every game. The manager was incredible. He he, he took me in. He said, "Listen, I will do my best to get you back in the league," and he he got me. He got me a move basically to Wimbledon because he, he used to be the Wimbledon manager in the non-league he used to get them down to come watch me and I loved my time at Harrow absolutely loved it I played probably my best football there
2: sounds like you respond really well to managers that just have faith in you and yeah. are honest yeah
1: that's all you want that's all you want really that's all you want yeah and uh, I knew I was going to play every week I knew I was playing every game and we weren't the best team in the league so I was busy all the time. Yep. So I always had stuff to do and I loved it. I, I couldn't. I cannot speak high enough of Dave Harabar. I absolutely loved it. And that got me a move to Wimbledon. I went and played a game for Wimbledon and after that they said, oh, we want to sign you.
2: Well, I want to go back a few steps here as well go and on. talk about the England stuff. Oh, <laughs>
1: that, that was a weird one. That
2: was... Cause so I remember it like it was that, obviously because you was at Arsenal and they used to train at yeah, they the training at, ground, training, tra- they, training at, training London ground.
1: and what it was was uh, two of the goalkeepers were injured so they needed another goalkeeper and uh, Sean O'Connor came over to me and said oh England need a goalkeeper do you fancy it? I said yeah I'll have a bit yeah. of that. Yeah, I, I've got to go ask Jerry first yeah. and Jerry said yeah no problem so as I'm going back all the players are walking out so I thought oh, I'll just walk with them but they've all got their black kits on. I've got my Arsenal gear on, and then ended up training with Joe Art.
2: Yep, because I think it was David Stockdale was injured or something. I, I, I
1: can't remember who it. Was if I'm honest, I
2: can't remember. So, for those that don't know, obviously that are maybe quite a bit younger, James, like James managed to go and train with an England full yeah. team. Was yep. it just for a day? Or was it a yeah, couple j- of no, days? No, just, for, the just day. for a day. Just for the day. But
1: like it kind of went viral at the yeah, time, it did. didn't it? It I Went in the every paper, newspapers. The next day, saying, it's like I've been called up. I, yeah, it I was, yeah. Called up. All, all I was doing make up numbers because I needed but a goalkeeper. That's
2: unbelievable that they still gave yeah. you that chance yeah. to come and train with them. And
1: well, it happened a few times. So they used to get teams go over there. Like Brazil was over there one time. They needed an extra body. So three of the boys went and trained with Brazil. They had the kit and everything. It was incredible. So they always used to have something. Even sometimes they had the American footballers yep. over there when they used to play at Wembley. So you'd go watch them. So stuff like that was happening quite regularly. Yep. So it weren't it was quite normal if they needed a play. Well, so needed one of
2: my days while I was there was uh, Robin Van Persie signing day. So, like, I got told after training one day that, like, oh, we, we need someone to come back out and do a bit of training in the afternoon. So, like, I was only a young kid. You go, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Didn't have a clue. And then turned up outside, and there's like 50 cameras around the pitch, and Robin Van Persie just smashing shots into the top <laughs> corner. And I'm just diving around, not good, getting near anything. It. Like, it was unbelievable. And, like, I don't think I made a save. I must have looked like a right dick on camera. And then, but that was normal. It was yeah. like you'd go and do a signing day, or you'd go and do a, like another shooting day. Yeah. And be like,
1: yeah. But just to tra- just to train with him, it was in, it was in unbelievable. I got chipped by Rooney. He, oh no! Don't done say that. Honestly, done me it unbelievable, and he just give me a look and just give me a little smirk to say, yeah, I do it all the time. I thought fair play. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. But just to train with him did. In, they in, look after you. Oh, they were brilliant! Yeah, absolutely. All come over, introduce themselves to me. Joe Art was. Unbelievable! How good was it? He was because that was in his pomp as well. Yeah, like. he was very. But to be fair, right, like, I must admit the, the goalkeeper was basic. Was it? Yeah, the goal. I can't remember the goalkeeper. He was just like rolling it down, picking it up, stuff like. It was really basic. But Joe, up like, top, top for that. And whenever they went back there after, he'd always come over to say hello to us. Oh, lovely! Like yeah. things like that. Yep,
2: goes he, a long way. Doesn't goes it?
1: such a long way. And uh, like, I, again, I can't speak high enough. He'd come over, to say hello, have a little chat. and You don't have to do it. No, you don't have to do it. And, uh, but just to do that, it, it's a like, it's great memory.
2: Yeah. Great memory All was. right, okay. <laughs> I, I won't embarrass you too much <laughs> with that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. uh, before we carry on then, uh, but with Wimbledon, uh, I want to talk about gloves with you. What a save from Smith, Mark and this is
1: the Glove Review on the Yours, Mine, Away podcast.
2: Yes. Uh, I know I asked you to bring some gloves in late notice, so it's uh, my fault. I blame myself. What gloves do you currently wear?
1: One glove. What size are you? Nine and a half. Yeah. It was a 10 but I've gone down there because yeah. they got a little bit big. You like cut. a tighter fitting glove yes, then? Yes, yeah. I like a roll finger, old school.
2: Yeah, I was going to say what cut do you wear? Roll. Proper roll fingers, yeah. yeah. No I, hybrid cut? No.
1: I used to wear hybrid cut and then he sent me the, the roll fingers one time and I thought I played a game with them kept clean. Shit. I thought, well, yeah, I like these. Yeah. So I, I stuck with them. I was
2: speaking to uh, Miles about the yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a couple of days ago, saying that you're coming in and that, and he said, "Oh, what a lovely fellow!" Like
1: yeah, he come to the final the other day. Yeah, he, he said, sorted me out a nice pair of gloves, put a bit of a personalisation yeah, on it. Yeah, for the final and everything, it was class. But I've I've been with him since I joined Luton, to be fair. Yep. And I've done, well like, <laughs> yeah, I've done right all right. You've done out of it, I, you? Exactly. So they've done
2: well out of it too. Christ. So I
1: say to him, I, I, I don't like changing. Yeah, I'm not one for trying all different cuts or anything like that. Yeah. I like one glove, and that do me. Yep. I don't like changing. Like, Fair enough. There's all these different cuts there's these days, and everything. hundreds of different cuts nowadays, mental. mate. It's mental. Yeah, all but it's all cuts. about
2: trying and testing and finding yeah. a pair that you're comfortable yeah. with, and just sticking with it. Then,
1: yeah. But I'm not someone that can wear one cut one day and then go wear something else a different day. Yeah, I'm old and boring, and where I just no, like. I
2: still like a roll finger as well. I'm I'm old as well. <laughs> I'm a lot older. <laughs>
1: I look older. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, well, that's just a graze, mate. Uh, have you ever had them custom to you then? Not personalised, but custom. Have you ever had like a finger injury and you've had to like tribe no. spines or... To be fair, touch wood. Webbed, you, webbed your fingers up or anything?
1: Touch wood. I've always been, I've been lucky with my fingers. I remember breaking, we met a carpal. Yep. Uh, a couple year, a few years ago, but then COVID happened, so it didn't really matter. Yeah. Didn't make a difference. I think I missed one game in the end, so it didn't make... Great make timing. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. So touch wood, I've been really lucky with my fingers. Uh, so. h-
2: how do you look after your gloves? Oh, wait, let me, ref- how many games do you wear your gloves for?
1: Four or five.
2: Really? As much as
1: that? Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's good going that.
1: Yeah, four or five. If they, don't get me wrong, if there's if a big,
2: they start to deter. If yeah. they go,
1: yeah. then I'll change them. But four or five usually, yep. then they become changing. So you must look after them then. Oh yeah. In
2: between. How do you look after, what's your routine? My, uh, yeah, because everyone's got their own little thing. Do you put them back in the bags? Do you wrap no, them in no, no, a towel? No. Do you hang them up?
1: Uh, a match pair, I'll wear them the day before, yeah. knock them in for about 15, 20 minutes, just get it. Then that night, I'll hand wash them, then let them just hang. Then they become my me, me match pair. Yeah. And then before every game, I'll hand wash them, let them hang. Yeah. I won't wear them, then they'll just be Put matched. a
2: bit of moisture back in the
1: gloves. Yes. Yeah. And then...
2: I love the geekiness. Yeah, I love it's it's it, man. So, it's
1: so sad, isn't it? Yeah. It's no, but so w- sad. It's, but they're our tools. It, it, it becomes a routine. Yeah, it
2: does, yeah. It becomes and becomes a actually, When you go to an away trip and that, and you have a shower in the hotel the night before, yeah. you're like, right, do my gloves now.
1: That's what I do. I've yeah. got them out, like that. 100%. I have a time as well. I like doing it at a certain time. Yeah. Uh, after dinner, yep. on away trips, go back, wash them nicely, let them hang, and then hang them in the wardrobe. And then Oh, in the but, wardrobe, in the dark, yeah, yeah. nice. Then in, by the time the next day comes, they're perfect. Yeah. Yeah.
2: They're spot on, though. You know, like... I always find that you've got to look after them. I hate it when we have young kids that join in with us mm. and their gloves are dirty or they're old and, and you're like, just look after them a bit or speak to like us lot and mm. we'll help you a little bit. And you, you end up going out your way and you're like, it's especially the younger ones, you're like, no, you can't do that. Do it this way. Try but, that.
1: There's, there's nothing worse when you go to training and your gloves are old and rotty and dirty yeah. and they stink. Yeah, oh, I hate that.
2: Some lads love training in a really old pair because it makes them refocus their mind and like concentrate a bit more. I just like wearing a good pair of gloves. Yeah,
1: I, I, I love a new pair of gloves, yeah. and they you got. There's that it just sticks.
2: Yep. See, I I, I I do like wearing my gloves for longer, but my, I always find that my training gloves deter too, like they get so ripped quick. too quick. So, so they I need end a, up need a new m- moving pair. them forward almost. Yeah. Because yeah. I I'm older as well, like old fashioned. That I love to train out of play, and if I'm not looking apart, part feeling the yeah. part in training I'm like I'm not really doing it right
1: yeah if, like you said when the young kids come over and they got old gloves the palms are completely gone you think you've got to look after them yeah. look after your gloves yeah because uh, I had a goalkeeping coach uh, Ashley Bays at Wimbledon he used, to, he used to say look good feel good
2: yep Ramaz said exactly the same about working with Bays.
1: oh yeah, yeah
2: he said the same story said that like he drummed it into him look good play good yeah
1: he'd it, say it every single day He's a character, by the way. Yeah. He's unbelievable. I bet you've got a few stories on him, haven't you? Honestly, you'd think he's on something every <laughs> single day. I've never seen anyone like it. Wired. He's the first one there. He'd opened the gates before the groundsman. <laughs> Class. And he's the last one to leave. He's the first one there. And you just buzz off him. For, for young goalkeepers coming through, he's unbelievable, just the energy levels. Yeah. It's no surprising as well. He's bought so many goalkeepers through that have left Wimbledon, gone on.
2: And kicked on. Kicked
1: and... on. I've been in England teams. Yep. And stuff like that. I think they just sold another one to Man City. Yes, they have, yeah. Um, sold another one to Brentford a couple of years ago. One went to Hull, one went to Stoke. So he, he's it's got a conveyor brilliant for, belt. Yeah. He was brilliant for me. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant.
2: Right. Uh, what about in different weather conditions? Do you change your gloves or no. do you do, do you different superstitions no. for it?
1: No, I always wear the same pair. Yeah. I don't like changing. No matter even if it feels bad, I will not change. Yeah.
2: I, I you can't. ever warmed up in a new pair, or just went there not writing a warm up and put a new pair on no, for the game? No, You've never no, done that.
1: I, I couldn't turn up to a new a, a game and just sling one up a new pair. Of so I've done that a few times, but for that.
2: different balls, it all depends on you know like when you change from like league ball to a FA Cup ball yeah. or league cup ball. Every now and then it's there's a ball difference. that catches
1: you out. Big difference. Yeah. I mean, pre seasons the worst. Yeah. Cause say you go play a non-league team, they got a different ball, a conference team's got the new balance ball. It's a it's Completely different. And if you
2: haven't trained with it or warmed up with it, it's you massive. go on that game. You're like, oh my god, this is mental.
1: I remember coming back from injury, went and played Reading, but Reading is a Cat One team, I think. So they had the Premier League balls, and I said, oh, can we just have one to warm up? And it was horrific. Yeah, horrific. It was moving all over the place. I had no grip on it. So you're kicking it. It's like a flyaway. Yeah, it was yeah. Mental, but the ball. It's sad things for the goalkeeper. Yeah, right?
2: that, this is the stuff we have to put up with. But, right? but
1: you understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah,
2: exactly. Because uh, I've got. Uh, we've all gone through it. We've all like. You're going to find it in pre season when you pick up a Nike ball. You're, yeah. At first, you're going to be like, "This is weird. It will kick differently. Yeah. It will catch differently." Uh, even like the first goal kick you take with a new ball, you're like, "Oh, I have to change my technique a bit here,"
1: or "I'm not reaching you halfway." Yeah.
2: Because some of them fly for the first twenty yards yeah. and slow down. Yeah. Some of them are yeah. like heavy, like the old miter balls. I, I used to be able to kick the miter ball goal kicks t- to the used other to be goal. Be to boom it. Yeah, but then like as the balls have changed, I've had to change my technique.
1: Yeah, and like
2: it affects the way you play everything, so much.
1: Everything affects it. Pitches yeah. everything. Yeah. When you turn up to a pitch and you're thinking, well, "My planting foot's not strong enough." Yeah. I, I could, could it any minute. Using
2: the New Balance balls this year was an eye opener for me. They just filled with water. Any t- touch of rain, they just got heavy. I remember straight playing away. All-
1: Boreham Wood in a pre-season friendly and we used their ball and I thought this is horrific Yeah, and we had a, to be fair we had Harry Eisted he went on loan to Wildstone and he used to bring a couple of the balls in just to tr- keep training because he'd be of playing a of course with it. yeah and it was so bad I hated that, it I yeah. hated it I I'm
2: so it. pleased I'm using them next year Christ uh, what about goalkeeper kits you got a favourite goalkeeper kit or colours that you like wearing I'm a typical old-fashioned green. I just like a green goalie kit. Uh, we had a green one this year, it was nice. By the way, blue, dark blue. You seen the Arsenal's black kit this year? No. Oh, the Arsenal goalkeeper kit this year is something. They've done well with the kits beautiful. the last few years. To keep the kits, yeah.
1: It was nice. The black kit. I mean, what? I, well uh, the I
2: wanted to ask you as well about the kits, about the fluorescent goalkeeper kits. Are you a believer in like that helps? No. Yeah, okay, no, I think it's crap, mate. No, I think, I, I think they do all rubbish. these luminous goalkeeper kits because they think that it attracts the eye of the striker yeah. and they're more likely to. I think that I'd rather a kit that blended me into the background. The striker couldn't see mm. me and then would kick it more at me instead of finding a corner and avoiding me. I
1: wouldn't think that far into it. I'd, would you not? Know I see a kit put it on, oh, right. I put on, but I don't like the big bright kits. I don't. Like, we had a pink one for a few years. I don't really like that. Yeah, don't like that at all. If I'm honest,
2: you've got three girls now, so oh, no. you should see. They me. liked it. Yeah, I bet.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, black kit. I remember we had a black kit in the league one year. I used to like that one. Yep. Short sleeve. That was the first year I wore short sleeve, and I thought, oh, this is nice. This felt nice. Yeah. Ever since then, I've gone short sleeve.
2: See, look obviously the the short sleeve shirts and the base layer is now
1: how you train. <coughs> so yeah, it, it, you're, you're
2: effectively just trying to do what you do during the week. Yeah.
1: Train how you play. Yeah. And even in in the winter, you're training with a jump. You put a jumper on. The jumper don't last two minutes. Oh, it doesn't warm. It does a lap and yeah. then it's
2: off. Yeah. I'm the same.
1: Because you, you get too hot and then you're just c- too claustrophobic. Yep. Can't move. So I'm like that, T-shirt, bass layer, happy days.
2: Do you know I've, this year I went to is uh the cut the sleeves off a waterproof jacket and put my T-shirt on. You know what, I've seen a few keepers do that. It's good, you Does know. Does that help? Yeah. yeah, get a good dub on, but like you still get that like... us Yeah. I know what you mean. Arms are still movable.
1: We had, like Ethan, he used to train, trousers, jumper, snood, hat. But that was every day.
2: It's American though, it's different, isn't it? it
1: but even in the summer, he's yeah. like that in the summer. He was going he went to the world cup i remember seeing a picture of him in the world cup he's got his jumper on he's in qatar wherever it was he's got his jumper trousers on it's wow. 40 degrees i'm looking at him thinking boiling boiling but to be fair to him we played Millwall away this year and it was warm He said oh, this, is hot. this is hot this is i'm thinking you've been to qatar <laughs> you've been america and you're saying this is hot in millwall mental
2: Right, uh, I want to lead on to a little bit about a goalkeeper's diet and also goalkeeper's gym work compared to an outfielder's because we we do effectively have a different sport. We are we are playing a different sport. Yeah. Are you a big believer? You know, we've all done the meetings, right? The the health food meetings and like they say to carb load, and you're like, it's irrelevant to us. You're not putting on an individual program. I'm to not watch.
1: gonna lie, I don't look, I don't watch. Yeah, what I see, meet. I really don't watch what I eat. I, I don't do it now, but years ago, if I was playing, I'd have, I'd happily have a. Takeaway the night before yep. a game, it don't bother me at all. Yeah, as long as I, f- I feel happy, I'm I feel right. I'm yep. not waking up thinking, oh, "I shouldn't have eaten." I've never thought that at all. I happily no eat. superstitions about no, it at no, all. No, yeah, no, it's like good
2: that, that. I'm nothing just nothing like, I just like my coffee, mate. I like I, to feel empty on a match day. But yeah, drink so, a lot of I, coffee. I don't.
1: To be fair, I don't eat a lot on a match day. Yep, I don't eat a lot. uh I love a cup of tea. I'm a tea man. Tea man. Oh, yeah. I love a cup of tea all day long.
2: What's your favourite tea bag? Yorkshire. Yeah.
1: Only recently, the last few months, I've gotten to Yorkshire and it's incredible.
2: Yorkshire. <laughs> Decent, right. Uh, like I said, right, so you've come back from a, a knee injury. Have you, are you still doing a gym program?
1: Yeah, so I do my knee stuff. I do my knee stuff every every day. Not so much now where I'm off, Yep. but every day at, at football.
2: You, like pre-ab, pre-ab. Pre-ab. You have to go through a certain. Yep, and then I do my
1: gym stuff after for my knee. So a lot of lot of leg weights, a lot yep. of uh, knee extensions, yep. squats, all that, all that stuff. It just becomes your norm, really. Yep. If I don't do it, my knee gets weaker and then you're more likely to, you can do it again and that's the last thing I'd want.
2: You don't want that repetition of like, or, or the excuse, sorry, of like, I should have done it today and I yep. didn't and don't yep. feel as good as I should do. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I'm not going to lie, I'm really lucky. My knee feels fantastic. Like The best way I can explain it is it feels like it's my just, knee. It's your, yeah, it's back to normal. gets a little bit stiff every now and then, but I think yep. I've got to expect that. But.
2: is there anything you recommend that goalkeepers should be looking to do? Or are you just a big believer of just as long as you feel comfortable and you're happy doing what you do. Yeah,
1: you got to find what suits you. Like I remember there were times where I used to get in the gym, I used to smash gym out, and then I couldn't move. I was
2: the same. I, I hate I, it.
1: My back would stiffen up and I'd spasm up. And I, I can't move. So I do my gym, but I, my main focus now is all around my knee. Yep. As long as I keep my knee.
2: Prehab and fitness, that's yeah. all a goalkeeper needs, yeah. really. I'm,
1: I'm 32 years of age, yeah. I don't need to be...
2: No, you don't need to be throwing yourself around a gym yeah. or throwing bas- bench presses around and stuff like that. Exactly. I'm the same, I've totally just gone back to just being like, whatever I think I need on that day. If I need a lot of pre ab like I've ruptured my Achilles before, so yeah. I do a bit of rehab on that. It's, it's Again, it's just about staying fit, really. When you get over 30, yeah. whatever you need to do it's to just stay fit, over. that's all it's it is. Over. Yeah.
1: You get to a point where, listen up, I know what I'm about. You know what you're about. Yeah. You just you just do it. Just to tick over. And That's it. You, like if you're don't get me wrong, if you're 20, 21, and you're trying to make your way in the game, you need to do your gym. Yep. You need to keep on top of it. You need to get stronger and all that. But there will come a point where you can't keep doing it every single day because your body will won't can't have it. No, can it, it won't. It. Yeah. It
2: just won't put up with it. But yeah. right, what's your release away from football? I know you're a busy family man then. Family. Yeah.
1: Like I, I love a the golf. I do love a the golf. Uh, we've got a good golf group at, at Luton, to be yep. fair. A couple of boys that I've left, which might, which oh, might is be it? my yeah. group. Yeah, we had Harry Cornick, Harry Eisted.
2: One Korn- of my teammates, Elliot Lee, loves around yeah,
1: the golf. At, Elliot Lee. We used to have a, we had a golf day, a few golf days at uh, Luton Hoo. Yep. Mick Arthur used to sort it out, so we'd go over Luton Hoo, straight on. Nice golf. No bunkers. Oh, it's a good golf course. <laughs> yeah, no <laughs> Sounds bunkers. Sounds brilliant. Yeah, no bunkers. It, it's good golf course. We had a, a little public one up the road, Stockwood. So we've got a few round our way as well, where it was quite good. So I love a round of golf.
2: Yeah, nice. Right, uh, any advice for young
1: goalkeepers? Enjoy it. Yeah, enjoy it. Well, there's no point doing it if you don't want to enjoy it. Uh, my, my bro, I had a brother. I've got a brother. He was at Tottenham till he was sixteen. They offered him scholarship forms, but he didn't want to do it. Yeah, didn't enjoy just it. Fell out of love with it. Or? Fell out of love with football, and he 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 don't care. did not care. So if you just Play it to enjoy it. Yeah, I'd say.
2: Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so easy to say, yeah. right? But enjoy. If you enjoy it, and <coughs> you apply yourself. You'll do well. Exactly. So all exactly. it's about because you'll have a good time while get, doing the best you can yeah. do. 100%,
1: yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent.
2: Right, and then finally, right. Uh, what does the goalkeepers union mean to you? Oof, good deep question to finish yeah. off.
1: Look out for each other. Really, you back you back your mate. Whoever's playing, you back them, and uh, you you train hard. But whoever's playing, if I'm playing, I expect him to back me. And if he's playing, I'll be backing you. And you push each other. 100%. 100%. And to be fair, I've been really lucky through my whole career. I've always had been a part of good goalkeeping groups. I have, I've never had that one who won't help you, won't who will be a dickhead to you. I've never had that, to be fair. So yeah. I've been really lucky. Yeah,
2: brilliant. All right. That's uh, episode done, James. Thank you very much for coming on. Great guest, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And good luck, mate. Good luck in the Premier League. Jeez. What a sentence. <laughs> it's unbelievable. What a sentence that is. I don't would ever hear that, if I'm honest. Oh, mate, you deserve it, mate. If anyone does, you deserve it, mate. Cheers, mate. Uh, Cheers. I wish all the best. Uh, this has been the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard. Hopefully you've enjoyed this week's episode. Uh, if you can give us a, a five-star rating and make sure you're following and subscribing. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. mate. What
1: a say from Mark Howard.